This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Thanks for streaming WSOY on NowDecatur.com. This stream is presented by Hickory Point Bank. Invested. Their investment in Decatur is an investment in everyone who calls Decatur home. Tapering off this afternoon, most areas should get about six inches of snow, maybe slightly more or less in some spots. With winter weather pounding the area, now is a good time to remind you to stay up to date with the latest weather info, closings, and delays with Now Decatur's texting service. You can sign up for severe weather texts and school closing information for your school only if you choose. The service is free. Just go to NowDecatur.com and click on the opt-in link at the top. Find a full list of delays and closings for today at NowDecatur.com and on the NowDecatur Facebook page. Stay warm, and if you have to be out on the roads, stay safe. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit our website one more time. We're at NowDecatur.com. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Additional military aid. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. The U.S. sending more than two dozen tanks to help Ukraine in its war with Russia. President Joe Biden said that the U.S. worked really in partnership with coming to this decision with Germany, which is encouraging other countries around the world to follow suit, sending in their own tanks as well. Germany will send 14 Leopard 2 tanks and issue transfer paperwork so that other allies can send in German tanks as well. Altogether, the goal is to send in two battalions. That is 88 tanks. Germany's defense minister says that hopefully these German tanks could be there to the front lines in a matter of a few months. Now, there's no such timeline just yet from the White House on when the U.S.'s 31 Abrams tanks will become operational here in Ukraine. Fox's Alex Hogan in Kiev. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby denied that pressure from Germany played a role in sending the tanks, saying they were never ruled out. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky in his nightly address said the key to supplying the tanks was speed and sufficient numbers. He also said he spoke with the leader of NATO asking for long-range missiles and aircraft. After a two-year suspension, Facebook's parent company Meta is reinstating former President Trump after his praise for people who took part in the January 6th riot. Meta's president of global affairs, Nick Clegg, says Trump will be subjected to what he called heightened penalties for repeat offenses. I mean, of course, there are guardrails, there are rules. He's got to play by the, the rules. On Fox's special report with Brett Baer, Trump on his social media network, Truth Social, wrote, such a thing should never happen again to a sitting president or anybody else who is not deserving of what he called retribution. Wall Street stocks shook off an early slide and wound up little change as worries about corporate profits weighed on the market. The Dow added nine points, the Nasdaq off 20 points, the S&P down a fraction. America is listening to Fox News. My friend had his home stolen. The crime is home title theft. It's real, it's horrendous, but it's real and it's everywhere. Now, luckily, this was just a demo, but I saw how criminals all around the world target American homeowners, and that's why I protect my home with home title lock, and you need to as well. And a thief can simply forge your signature on a legal document claiming you sold your home to them. Homeowners insurance and common identity theft programs do not protect you, but home title lock does. So protect yourself. Just go to their website. It's hometitlelock.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Verify your home's title is still safely in your name. Then just register your address for a free, no obligation home title report for your files. That is a $100 value, absolutely free. That's hometitlelock.com slash Sean, hometitlelock.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Legal fight involving an abortion drug escalates. Two separate lawsuits have been filed challenging states' abortion pill restrictions in North Carolina and in West Virginia, where manufacturer GenBioPro, which makes a generic version of Mifepristone, is suing to overturn the state's ban because it restricts access to medication approved by the Food and Drug Administration. In North Carolina, a physician is asking a federal court to strike down the state's restrictions on the abortion drug. She argues they're at odds with rules set by the FDA, which approved mifepristone in 2000 to end pregnancy up to the 10th week when used in combination with a second drug, misoprostol. Lillian Wu, 
Fox News. A new survey released by the Colorado Education Association shows the majority of the state's teachers don't feel safe in school. The annual Colorado State of Education report polled 1,600 teachers, with 67% saying that they don't feel safe and worry about a mass shooting at their school. The majority also saying that arming teachers is not the answer. That's a very alarming statistic um, because we know when our educators don't feel safe, that our students most likely have those same feelings. Amy Baca-Olert, president of the Colorado Education Association, saying the survey shows that most teachers believe that improved security and more mental health resources is the answer. The state teachers union using the survey to push for more school funding. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. After decades of planning and years of delays, the massive rail project in New York City that connects the Long Island Railroad to Grand Central Terminal is open. The new terminal, which was built 15 stories below ground, is being heralded as an important addition to the nation's busiest railway network. The cost of whopping $11 billion, more than triple the initial estimate. I'm Lisa Lissera. This is Fox News. Love is in the air. Yes, it is. When you celebrate Valentine's Day with the Balloon Bouquet from the Party Shop Downtown Decatur. Beat the rush. Place your order today. Single red hearts are normally $4.50, but now just $2.50 each or a baker's dozen for $34. Grab and go bouquets priced $10 and up for something extra special at a plush teddy bear or a great gift from Shop on Main. Shop on Main in the Party Shop, 407 and 411 North Main in downtown Decatur. Our family shoots a three and oh, he got it. Join the everyday guys as the Illini look for another conference title. Alley oop for the slam. And that's the game. Be a part of the Illini journey right here. For the lead for three and it's gone. Oh my goodness. On your home for fighting Illini basketball, the UC Bank Illini Sports Network from Learfield. Stay up to date on the latest winter storm information at NowDecatur.com. Sign up for our text alerts, including school and business closures or delays. Brought to you by Dale's Southlake Pharmacy. Get up-to-the-minute weather information from the News Channel 20 storm team. And brush up on winter weather safety tips. All from WSOY, Newhoff Media, and NowDecatur.com. It's been a snowy, wintry scenario, and the snow's not over just yet. Tonight, cloudy with scattered light snow possible, and lows dropping to around 23. For Thursday, a chance for some scattered light snow or flurries. Otherwise, mostly cloudy and cold with highs topping out at 29. And for Friday, to wrap up the work week, partly to mostly cloudy and trying to warm up briefly with afternoon highs rising to around 41. With your Storm Team 20 forecast, I'm Chief Rogers Cheryl Lemke. The following program has been pre-recorded. Authenticity, balance, and a little moxie. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. 
Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to The Morris Code. I am your host, Dr. Juanita Morris, and along with me in this journey and in life's journey is the handsome Dr. JK. Not sometimes. Not sometimes. You're always handsome, dude. You know that. What's going on? Not much. How are you today? I am great. How about you? Fantastic. So we are pre-recording a little bit because we're having some conversations about um, election and school board. So we are looking also because we don't know what the weather is going to be on on uh, Wednesday night. So hopefully as we are listening to this on Wednesday night that we are in and snuggled into some warmth with little to no snow. Okay. You like snow? It's... You, you like just have seasons. to deal with it. Yeah, I like seasons. You I don't do. necessarily like snow. No. Or winter, really. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like winter? Uh, I can take it or leave it. Really? I can definitely, yeah, I can take it or leave it. I didn't I'm, know that. I'm spring, fall, and summer, and I'm okay in just a little bit of summer, not much. You don't like the summer summer? I don't really like the summer. I'm a spring baby. I was born in spring. Yeah? Yeah. So I'm, I love the spring. Do you? Yeah. Everything's new. Everything's yep. starting to grow again. And it's just a good time. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a, good time, a good time. Head by all. <laughs> and and the fa- fall is the only the only problem with fall. Other than the leaves. Is leaves. <laughs> well, you only have problems with leaves if you got trees. <laughs> yep, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm 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 good with the spring and fall and just a light summer and no winter. And no winter. Yeah. So one of my favorite things. So fall is my favorite. Uh, just because I like the the leaves, I don't really rake them or anything. You, you you've blown the leaves. I do. I yes. enjoy that. You oh yeah. Yep, I do. And yeah. now I ain't gonna do a lot, but right. it's you put your headphones in or your earbuds and you blow the leaves and put them in a pile and then you leave them. Mm, yep. And then they just <laughs> blow all over everywhere else. They blow then, back where they were. <laughs> so as soon as the battery is done, I'm done. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As soon as the battery to the leaf blower is done, I am done. That's why I use yeah. Yes. I'm not that serious with it. It's mm-hmm. just a break. Um, but my other favorite thing is the gathering on Sundays. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's good. It's good time. It is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's great time. Yeah. To talk with the teenagers and the mean ages. Yeah. So we had a really good Sunday. Uh, our Sunday dinners we call the gathering and sometimes there's friends and sometimes there's family and sometimes there's nobody. But the vast majority of the time there's somebody we never really know kind of who's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it was good. We had a mean ager in leather pants. Yep. And then we had a mean ager in tight pants. Skin tight. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> so we had to. To give them some advice on attire, attire, yes. We had a teenager a couple of days before who uh, she had, had on cheetah, print cheetah print pants, kind of the leopard, leopard print, okay, yeah, waist to the to the ankle. What can you do? <laughs> <laughs> they are going to be who they are going to be. So we call them teenagers. For me, they are mature. Very, very mature teenagers. Or teenagers with a lot of money. They, <laughs> they got money, freedom, flexibility. Yeah. <laughs> like, they do what they want. They travel they about want. the world. They do and say whatever. And yeah. uh, in, in man, the, the, it is it is definitely uh, a task. You got to love them. To, to keep up with our teenagers mm-hmm. and our teenagers. Yes. Yes, it is. But the gathering was fun. We had meenagers um, on Sunday for the gathering. Yeah, and we had some extra special guests too. We did have some special yes. guests, and they were they were adding to the hilarity that ensued. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely so. good people, really good people. Yes, um, we you did a thing last week, and we launched uh, week one of the box to cater for, um, Friday lunch pickup. Yes, we did. And, um, also for, um, our dinners, our yeah. meals, uh, our dinner family. For four. Yeah. Yeah. Family dinners. Um, so that was cool. Oh, and we cooked some Cajun food last week too. You did have a, yes. a, a tasting. Yeah, last we had a week. tasting of something that is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so. Be ye warned. 
Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that'll be good. That's going to be exciting. Super excited. So if you are looking for um, a Friday lunch pickup, check out the box hyphen decatur.com. This week is um, fried catfish. Ooh, fried catfish. Uh, what else? Spaghetti. Uh, spaghetti and coleslaw is on the menu for Friday. Right. And then, uh, well, if you didn't get your order in for this pa- this week, then it's okay. Next week is uh, slow-cooked pot roast yep. for dinner for four with uh, mashed potatoes and some seasoned green beans. So that's exciting as well. Yeah. So dinner for four, uh, orders open They're today, open. Mm-hmm. and they close on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. And our lunch pickup on Friday closes on Thursday at 11. So check us out on Facebook or on the web uh, page. And if any of that is confusing, just give us a call, 217-520-6080. And that's the box decatur. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. exciting. That is super exciting. Um, We had, I had a certification exam this past Sunday that about took me out. Congratulations. Well, yes, almost. We just want to make sure we get to Valentine's Day. Certified what? Certified in some most. (laughs) (laughs) Some additional certification. Some additional stuff. Yes. Yes. So that uh, exam was about two, two and a half hours on Sunday. Oh, wow. Yeah. So Saturday I was in Mm -hmm. all day and all night studying and reviewing mm-hmm. and then on sunday we took the exam and uh it 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 was it was it was nothing nice well, certifications don't come easy they don't come easy especially though. the important ones they don't come light and they don't come cheap right so i'll be super excited when i'm able to to kind of share uh that work it's a big thing yeah it's a huge thing it is i'm so excited for you and happy for you proud of you are you yeah thank you I am. Yeah. Always am. If if I had known that it was going to take like six, seven months, mm-hmm. then I probably would have said no. Well, you probably would have just prepared <laughs> in six or seven months. I would have been like, yeah, no, I'm good. Well, so when you have a support structure, it makes those things that you do significantly easier. Sounding all husbandly. Hey, there's more where that came from. I'm almost twenty years in now. Yeah, this is year 20 for us. Yes. Year 20. 2020. 2020. 2020. It's perfect vision. Uh, Okay. Okay. Got a vision for the future. And so on that note, (laughs) listen, y'all, he's starting to spit a little game. You are listening to The Morse Code on WSOY 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, and streaming live on Now Decatur. We'll be right back. How long? John, the price of groceries is enough to send somebody into a panic mode these days. Yeah, especially when the refrigerator goes kaput. Even more so. We got a call from a customer who had that problem with a freezer load of those expensive groceries. And that'll keep you awake at night just thinking about it. Right. So because Dick Van Dyke stocks the 100 most used parts, we were able to send a factory trained tech out to her place to fix the problem before she lost any of that food. And he wasn't some subcontractor either. Trained right here locally by the team of Dick Van Dyke. You know, one way to fight inflation? Yeah. Keep from having to buy expensive stuff twice. Yes, you got that right. This is Dennis Regan, chairman of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. When you buy from us, you get the whole store, which means you have the comfort of knowing that if anything goes wrong, we'll make it right. Wow! When you buy from us, you get the whole store. Hi, I'm Dave Kosinski, CEO of Investment Planners and IPI Wealth Management. At IPI, integrity and ensuring significance and peace of mind are the key to the way we do business. Our clients trust us to take care of their investments, and it is our responsibility to work with business partners that will help us do just that. First National Bank is one of those partners. FNB's quality service and two Decatur branches provide us the stability we need to accomplish our mission. Thanks, FNB. First National Bank, member FDIC. Hi, this is Amy from Gustafson and Associates. These days, changes to the tax laws happen fast and with little guidance. If you have questions about child tax credits, solar energy or electric vehicle credits, or taxation of your retirement benefits, you can trust the experts at Gustafson and Associates to answer your questions and prepare an accurate tax return. When you want to save time, money, and headaches, trust Gustafson and Associates to give you a hand. With our skill and knowledge of the latest tax laws, our experienced accountants will help you claim the deduction 
deductions you are entitled to and make sure you get the biggest refund possible. Call 875-2500 and have the same person take care of your taxes every year. Someone you know and trust. Someone who is there to answer your questions all year long. Get the professionals who deliver personal service. Gustafson and Associates, 875-2500, located at 1525 East Hubbard Avenue Indicator, on the corner of Woodford and Hubbard, directly across from Staley Credit Union. Check out the Sports Hub at NowDecatur.com. Get the latest news from the St. Louis Cardinals, Chicago Cubs, Fighting Illini, Chicago Bears, and Fox Sports. Download St. Teresa and High School football and basketball. Play-by-play podcasts are also available. Plus, fantasy football and Fighting Illini insider podcasts, too. The Sports Hub, only on NowDecatur.com. NowDecatur.com, your single source for everything Decatur. The following program has been pre-recorded. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. It takes two hours to make a pair, so that's funny to me. Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome back to the Morris Code. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Dr. Juanita Morris, and I'm in the studio with uh, Dr. JK. What's up? Hey. You all right? I'm fantastic. In this um, segment, y'all, we will be joined by um, Jacob Jenkins, and so he's in right now. I was like, we ain't going to say nothing, but we're going to say something. Hey. (laughs) Good evening, everyone. See there? He's here. Um, Radio voice. Oh, Lord. We got two radio voices. (laughs) 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 So this is going to be exciting. Um, So last uh, two weeks, we've had some discussion with school board candidates, and um, we first spoke with Detrice Weathers. Um, and then we spoke with uh, Will Wetzel. I feel like I'm saying a lot of ums, and I don't really know why. So I'm going to try to <laughs> scale back on my number of ums. That's You're coming amazing. Thank keep, you. Yeah. Keep it going. Just keep going. Yeah. So both of those podcasts are housed on NowDecator.com um, under the Morse Code in the podcast section. So we know that there are three seats that are open for um, election on April 4th, 2023. And our goal really is to have conversations and listen and meet the candidates and um, figure out how we focus forward and how we move the education of our 8,000 plus students in our community forward. Uh, there are eight candidates which I'm super excited about, whether y'all agree or whether you disagree. The thing that I I do want to say is that we have engagement Mm. and we have engagement in the process. Mm -hmm. Typically, we have a lot of complaining Mm -hmm. and low engagement. But now um, for this particular race, there are eight candidates and hopefully we will have the opportunity to just have a conversation with all of the candidates. That would be wonderful. I think so. So we're we're number three right now. We're number three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Three out of eight. We're, we're we're doing fairly fairly decent. We've said since the very first show, and since we thought about this and talked about this, we were trying to figure out to be sure that our intent was clear. And our intent is not. We don't have a political show. We don't invite candidates on. Um, we just came out of a major election. However, I am an educator. Mm-hmm. And, and that is very, very important to me. Not only am I an educator, my husband is an educator. Uh, maybe not. No, I mean, yes. <laughs> he yes. shook his head yes, sideways. Yes, yes, yes. He's in academia. He, excuse I'm me. I'm in academia. Yes, he's, I, in, he's in academia. I also love business, too. Okay. Oh, you don't have to choose, huh? I know. Oh. oh. Yes, they work together. <laughs> yes, yes, they yes. do. So that's why this is important. So, Jacob, Welcome. And uh thank you for coming. And I'll say that every time I've reached out to Jacob on Facebook, it's been super random and super out. I'll be like, hey, what about this? And he'd be like, no, actually, the numbers are this, 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 and this. And this is what you really should be like. Oh, okay. I, I, I'll Facebook you later. 
Really? Yes. Okay. All right. I, I feel like it was the last election or, or something. And I was like, well, what's this number? What? And so every time mm-hmm. if I have a note or a question, it, I mean, for real. You're being honest. And then I'll be like, be this honest. is Juanita. And he'll reply back, I know who this is. I'm like, okay. Just <laughs> <laughs> trying not to assume. <laughs> Make sure. <laughs> but every time I've reached out, you've responded. And for that, I am appreciative and I'm thankful. And so thank you for coming. And what I shared with Jacob before he came in and when he came in today, that this is unlike, it's the same as every other interview and that's it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. And the idea is for us to listen and understand where each candidate is coming from and their angle. And and then I think the idea is, is for people to go vote. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Well, I think it gives people an opportunity to really know who the candidates are. Yep. Yeah. At least listeners so that they can tell other people. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a good thing. Do you? I do. Good. Now that we're in. I guess. No turning back. No there. turning back. <laughs> no, no turning back. So share a little bit about you. Um, well, good evening, Dr. Morris and Dr. Morris again. So formal. Listen wow. it is, uh, I done got nervous is, now. No, it is a, it's a pleasure to be with you all on this evening. Um, I'm going to have to take notes. My name is Jacob Jenkins. Sounds like we're going to have to pass a plate. <laughs> <laughs> I speak for a living, so okay. I speak right. for a living, so you, you'll have to excuse me. <laughs> I don't have an off button. <laughs> So, uh, again, Dr. Morris and Dr. Morris, it's a, it's a pleasure to be with you all today on the Morris Code. Um, I, in, in researching you and, and just following, you know, your trajectory since coming back into the community and the work that you've done, I just want to say thank you because, you know, that impact has been powerful, you know, with what you've done around girls coding and, you know, with math and just dif- different things in You're general. Have to get that played I out. just want to say, I just want to say, Thank you for coming back home and really making an impact. You are welcome, and I receive it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, well, my name is Jacob Jenkins, uh, and I often tell this story. I'm one of 11 children. I'm from East St. Louis, Illinois, and uh, I grew up in East St. Louis in the 90s, and it was a really interesting time because, you know, we were dealing with the crack epidemic as well as, you know, East St. Louis at that time was the murder capital of the United States. And these are verifiable statistics. But um, what I really had that made a difference was I had parents that cared and I had amazing educators. Mm. And so, like, I fell in love with teachers like I was the teacher's pet, you know. And so it was something that just really um, caused me early on, you know, to to be excited, you know, about education. And as I got kind of older, um, some of those things waned a little bit. So like, for example, like we moved from one part of town to the next. Yeah. And, um, I was in sixth grade and had got like six F's. Yeah. Um, well, five F's. They said if I had one more F, I could go to six flags. Okay. That's what the kids said. The flags. Yes. yes. And so, but it was just, it was the transition, <laughs> yeah. you know, um, and so, but again, I had parents that cared. And so they sat me down and talked to me and, you know, I had to get it together. Yeah. And so, and that brought me all the way up and through um, high school. Yeah. But I told you I was one of 11 children. So I had older brothers, you know, I have nine brothers and one sister. Mm-hmm. So I had older brothers to model myself after. And so by the time I got to high school, this was the model. You dropped out in 11th grade. Yeah. So I had two brothers right before me that did that. I said, well, I'm dropping out. I'm done. There was nothing else to do. And so, but I had a father that cared. And after 10 days of missing school in either the 10th or 11th grade, he woke me up and said, you're going to school. Yeah. said, I'm not going to school. I'm done. I wanted nothing to do with education. But I had a father that said, no, you're getting up and you're going to school. Yeah. And he literally picked me up, put me in the car and started driving to school. But he put my brother in the car with me. And I don't know why he did that. When we got to the corner, I got out and I ran. Yeah. Because I was done with school. There was there was nothing exciting about it for me. There was no support for it in the home at that time. 
because and I had a pattern of the other two boys got to do it and they were done. Yeah. But my dad saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. Sure. And because of that, I went back to school, graduated, went to the military, came home early, but yeah. did go to the Navy. And when I got home from the Navy, my father had passed. Mm. Yep. Within a few months, my father was dead. And I said, you know what? Neither he nor my mother had gone to college. So I'm going to go to college. Yep. And that put me on a trajectory of lifelong learning. Mm. I wasn't always the smartest. Yeah. But I was dedicated and I knew the value of education. So you graduated from high school in East St. Louis. I graduated from high school in East St. Louis. And then tell me about. Yeah. So I have a bachelor's and master's degree from SIUE in U.S. history of all things. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. I used to work in East St. Louis, by the way. Sure did. I did. I lived in in O'Fallon Mm -hmm. and worked in East St. Louis at the the school district when uh, Dr. Nate Anderson was the superintendent. So you so probably you been 20. Yeah. It was, so she's trying to add. 20. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I'm a historian, so I'm not going to carry the one. But I did. As long as you don't throw in no variables, I'm good. But. Uh-huh. I did. So why school board? School board. If yeah. the majority of my advocacy in this community has been around um, educational issues. Okay. Since... Pretty much since uh, Lisa Taylor is when I really got involved and looking at she was the superintendent. Yep. Um, and it really I just really began to look at it because I already been a sub in the district mm-hmm. and I had already um, by that time was working at the Boys and Girls Club as the education coordinator. I'd already worked as a home interventionist, mm-hmm. youth advocate going in, working with families. And it was just some disconnects between, mm-hmm. you know, what was going on in the in the classroom and, you know, what was going on in the community. And if, if I can clarify that statement a little bit more, it seemed as if we had a a board that had begun infighting to the point to where students were no longer the Being first sorry. priority. OK, so tell me. In in education and then in work and in employment, you you see it. So tell me, and then don't let me forget to come back to this idea of advocacy because something just came up. Help me connect the dots between running for mayor, running for city yeah. council, and then running for school board. Yeah, and and I so I'll put it this way. So because I believe in advocacy, yes. so that advocacy transfer, translates into multiple things, right? Yep. And so that's how I was able to mobilize this community to take over nine semi trucks to Flint, Michigan. You know, when they had when we had a Decatur water drive and Millican University and the fire department, police department, sheriff's department, yes. even the school district all participated in this. But what I saw was I saw the blight in our communities. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see anyone speaking to those issues. And so I say, well, here's an opportunity to raise issues and conversations on things that matter outside of what the norm will be for that. And I wanted to expose um, to expose this community to the fact that you don't need big money to run and be involved in the process and be engaged. So you're listening to D. Morris Code on WSOY 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, and streaming live on NowDecator.com. We are having a conversation about education with Jacob Jenkins, who is a candidate for school board on the April 4th election. We'll be right back. At the Community Foundation of Macon County, we're welcoming in 2023 with resolutions that are impactful and achievable. This is Rachel Moran, and I invite you to celebrate the generosity of donors and join us in making a transformational impact. As your homegrown community foundation, we are here to show you how you can support Macon County and address our community's most pressing needs and opportunities. If you're unsure what cause or organization you'd like to support, we can work with you to discover your charitable passions and determine where your giving will have the greatest impact. 
We're committed to our vision of building philanthropic resources so we can create a community where all residents live, learn, work, and thrive. As we renew that commitment in 2023, please join us in making one more resolution we can all keep to proceed with empathy and generosity. For more information, call us today at 429-3000 or visit makingcountygives.org. The United Way Trivia Series is back for one monster night, courtesy of Bodine Electric. Join us Saturday, January 28th at the Hall at 520, formerly the KC Hall, for a night of trivia and good food, all for the United Way. Cost is 25 bucks a person for trivia and the heads and tails game. Teams can be up to eight players, and mulligans and 50-50 will be available. Plus, a thousand bucks of prize money is on the line. The United Way Trivia Night, sponsored by Bodine Electric, Saturday, January 28th at the Hall at 520. Details at uwdecatur.org and the United Way Facebook page. Wow, Zach, what a great jacket. Where did you pick that up? I got it down at the Brass Horn. But what about you? That's a great dress. Where'd you pick that up? I got this down at the Brass Horn, too, on sale. Have you heard about the insane deals they're running right now? Of course. That's why I picked up this jacket along with some other great pieces. Everything from kids to women's to men's is on sale from 25 to 65% off. Whatever you're shopping for, Brass Horn, Brass Horn 2, and Brass Horn Kids has you covered. So come on down to 108 East Prairie Street and shop our sale now. The following program has been pre-recorded. This is The Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. Are you doing that really? Oh my God. Welcome back to The the Morris Code. This is nighttime blues to put you to sleep. Yes, it is. Hi, I'm Jacob Jenkins. We start a group called the Hummingbirds. (laughs) (laughs) Only if I could take the little parts. Y'all, y'all are killing me small. So I'm gonna start. I'm just a breakout rapping. Uh, if if you're confused, it is the Morris Code, <laughs> and we are in the studio with Jacob Jenkins, who is a candidate for school board, and um, we are just want to have conversations with all of the school board candidates um, over the next several weeks, so we will have a better understanding of um, when we go to the polls to vote, uh, who resonates with us. What I will say is in the first three conversations, including this one with Jacob, is that they all are accessible. And I think that that is very, very important when we start talking about how do we connect and build community and support the work um, that we should be doing to support the development and the growth of our of our kids. So welcome back. And Jacob, thank you for joining us and taking the low parts on Say a Little Prayer. I appreciate it. You are more than welcome. <laughs> Well, what was I? <laughs> Not there. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> you ain't there, babe. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll take the tenor. <laughs> You're going to take the tenor? I'll take the tenor. What is yeah. he, bass? Yes. Yes. I should take soprano. Yeah. yeah. We're missing an alto then. Robert? Robert? <laughs> <laughs> Robert is producing the show. He shook his hair no. <laughs> so, Jacob, okay, next question. What are your strengths? Like, um, what will you bring as one of the seven um, to the board? Because I think that boards should have some strategic composition, yeah. even though this one is an elected position. So what do you foresee as your strengths? Well, one of the one of my strengths are is, you know, I've gone through the, you know, Bruce Nims board certification process for, you know, community members that are interested in serving on boards. And that was an excellent training. But um, I've also uh, have served as a past president for my local for over 300 responsible for over 300 people, you know, negotiated contracts, mm-hmm. um, the state of Illinois contract with uh, our current governor that we have. And so um, I would say that one of my strengths is I am a I'm a policy person. Sure. I'm a parliamentarian. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but the other thing is, is I'm a consensus builder. And that's what people yeah, may yeah, not realize. Yeah. <laughs> I am really you, a con- a knee of all people, you, yes. You see I, yourself as a consensus builder. I am Tell a consensus builder. <laughs> I mean, the, what, what I'll say, Dr. Morris, is um, three minutes at a podium responding to a issue that is a pop-up issue isn't a true accuracy uh, or representation of uh, of who I am. You know, so you know, like like daily, you know, I have to build 
consensus in my in my job. I mean, uh-huh. when I'm putting projects and different things like that t- together and traveling the state, it's not my way. You know, it's a it comes down to how can we come together, work through our issues and put together something of quality for the state of Illinois. And that translates into this district. I think I, I mean, I see myself as a consensus builder, too. <laughs> But my husband has not co-signed it. I can say okay. I, we we've talked about this. What did we say? You said you're a disruptor. Oh. Uh, yeah. 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 But disruptors have their place. Like there's a whole school of thought <laughs> yes. on disruptors and you yes. know and change agents yes. and all of those things. And you but see yourself as a consensus builder. I am builder. a consensus builder. Do you see yourself as a a change agent? I'm definitely a change agent. Okay. Right. I, I would definitely say that. Yeah. And you know, and but the thing about it is I'm not a seven O person and oh. the the reason why I'm not a seven O person mm. is because that means that someone is wrangling yeah. Something else, because okay. I mean, I and the re- I'm I'm trying to be very judicious in my words, <laughs> but in in saying that, it's like you know, just just seeing seeing the inner workings of it, you know, mm-hmm. and and having some emails and other things like that, you know, it, it just I just really feel like we need true consensus building, you know, on the board, and you know, and someone at the end of the day that will just sit down. And listen, mm-hmm. let's say put the politics to the side, put your agenda to the side. Let's put the students first. So what would be your goals? Like, I know that there's it's yeah. seven, but you which is super interesting to me yeah. that you just mentioned that you are not a seven and old person, which is very, yeah. very interesting. So what would what would you want to see that you believe that you would be able to have impact on and not wrangle? Yeah, but just have some impact and voice on. Yeah, I mean. I, I really do think, I mean, because being a, a research person and looking at the Illinois State Report Card, yeah. I mean, it's clear where our focus should be, mm-hmm. and it has to be students first. What does that so mean? So students first means that we are really looking at the academic success and future of our kids. Okay. And currently, that is not happening. And I And I wish... I would love to say that it was because, you know, I think we have amazing teachers. If you look at and what we do is we look at the it shows the attendance rate. Our teachers don't miss no school. It shows their attendance rate on the Illinois State Report Card Mm -hmm. at ninety nine percent. However, when you look at the district, it's fifty six percent of chronic absenteeism. And when you look at 10th, 11th and 12th grade, it's 72, 75 and 77 percent respectively. So we got to get kids back into the classroom, back into these learning environments, but they have to be safe places for them to go. We can't have a situation to where like with one of the schools where the police were called over 120 times in one year. And we can't just keep closing down schools and warehousing our children. That exacerbates our teachers. That means that we have untrained staff in the building because we're just trying to fill positions and no one is learning. So, so what's the, cause it's a huge ship, right? It is. It is. What, what's the, the, the first? Like yeah. what's the, the first focus? So the first focus is coming, getting the board to come together with some type of statement Mm. that says that these are our goals for students, that with that, we will focus on making sure that our buildings all have these interventions, right? So for our kids that are struggling the most, we're willing to invest this to bring them up. So for me, that's part of it. The other thing is, is taking the title money and not using it almost as a before and after school daycare, but really getting down to making sure that learning is going on so that we can again begin to address our, not only ours, our scores and the state standards, but to create a community of learners. Mm-hmm. So how do you support teachers? I mean, how do you support teachers? How do you support from as a board member, right? Or administration? Yeah. How do you, how do we do that? That makes to support teachers and administration. Yeah. That means that one, you have an open door policy. That means that two, you 
have a good superintendent mm-hmm. as well as assistant superintendent that can carry out the goals of the board when it comes to making sure that there is the advocacy piece and that engagement around making sure that our teachers and administrators are supported in the work that they are doing and not only supported, but that they feel a part of a community because the fact that we're experiencing a teacher shortage here is a national problem. Mm -hmm. There is a national Mm -hmm. teacher shortage. They are leaving in droves. Mm -hmm. So when we can find ways to incentivize coming and staying but also doing well here and thriving, I think it'll make a world of difference. So many people are burnt out. Yeah. You are listening to The Morris Code on WSOY 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, and streaming live on NowDecator.com. We are having a conversation about education with our school board candidate, Jacob Jenkins. We will be right back. At the Community Foundation of Macon County, we're welcoming in 2023 with resolutions that are impactful and achievable. This is Rachel Moran, and I invite you to celebrate the generosity of donors and join us in making a transformational impact. As your homegrown community foundation, we are here to show you how you can support Macon County and address our community's most pressing needs and opportunities. If you're unsure what cause or organization you'd like to support, we can work with you to discover your charitable passions and determine where your giving will have the greatest impact. We're committed to our vision of building philanthropic resources so we can create a community where all residents live, learn, work, and thrive. As we renew that commitment in 2023, please join us in making one more resolution we can all keep to proceed with empathy and generosity. For more information, call us today at 429-3000 or visit makingcountygives.org. Hello, I'm Bob from Donnelly Automotive, your CarQuest store located at 1298 East El Dorado. We've been proudly serving the Decatur community for over 68 years, and we recently had a drive through put in. Honestly, an accident has changed our appearance, but not our hours of operation or experience or commitment to you, our loyal customers. Please call us at 428-7414. CarQuest has great people, great product, and great prices. 1298 East El Dorado, 428-7414. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Has the stock market slumps and instability this year got you concerned? Would you like a way that could protect your retirement when the markets are down? Gold Alliance would like to give you two free reports, the Inflation Survival Plan and the Stock Market Correction Plan. Both reveal how to protect your savings in uncertain times. It's absolutely free. Don't wait. Call 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. 800 the following program has been pre-recorded. Hi, this is Amy from Gustafson & Associates. These days, changes to the tax laws happen fast and with little guidance. If you have questions about child tax credits, solar energy or electric vehicle credits, or taxation of your retirement benefits, you can trust the experts at Gustafson & Associates to answer your questions and prepare an accurate tax return. When you want to save time, money, and headaches, trust Gustafson & Associates to give you a hand. With our skill and knowledge of the latest tax laws, our experienced accountants will help you Claim the deductions you are entitled to and make sure you get the biggest refund possible. Call 875-2500 and have the same person take care of your taxes every year. Someone you know and trust. Someone who is there to answer your questions all year long. Get the professionals who deliver personal service. Gustafson and Associates, 875-2500, located at 1525 East Hubbard Avenue in Decatur, on the corner of Woodford and Hubbard, directly across from Staley Credit Union. Earthmover Credit Union presents the United Way Open at Caddyshack Golf Club. Tee it up anytime from now to Wednesday, February 22nd. Play the golf simulator at Caddyshack, add a $10 donation to the United Way, and your nine-hole score could qualify you for the finals and a chance at the $1,500 prize purse. Get all the details at uwdecator.org or the United Way Facebook page. Earthmover Credit Union presents the United Way Open, courtesy of the 4-9 in Mount Zion, the Country Financial Agency of Ludwig & Young, the Law Office of Andrew S. Erickson, Blake of Palooza LLC, and Newhoff Media. DJ This is D Morris Code with your host, Dr. Juanita Morris. 
Anything I don't mean. Yep. Finally. Like, what's up with your best I'm friends? home. We get out, have some fun. Ain't nobody moving. And what's up with these moves? Yup. Now y'all know this is the Morris Code. Mm. Welcome back. <laughs> Me and Drake. <laughs> y'all had fun. Yes, we did. We had a moment, didn't we? Y'all had a moment. We were saying a little prayer for you. Clearly. Y'all look like y'all was saying a little prayer for me. Saying it loud. (laughs) Welcome back to The Morris Code. I am your host, Dr. Juanita Morris, along with Drake. (laughs) Drake? Drake is a Drake spot. See? (laughs) I'm in the studio with uh, Dr. JK, who's very conservative. And now we are joined by Jacob Jenkins, who is a base. Yes. Agree. So in real life, though, for real, for real, y'all, mm-hmm. we are having a serious conversation about um, education and the education of our kids in our community. And one of the things that you mentioned earlier, Jacob, was your work around advocacy. And so my question is, how how do you manage the appearance and 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 the outward interpretation mm-hmm. of your definition of I I advocate. And so when we see you, it's why is Jacob at the podium yeah. at the school district? Why is Jacob talking about Woodrow Wilson? Why is what what is yeah. so so there's a difference and a disconnect mm-hmm. in him and the perception of 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 many of us who watch the news or read the paper or listen to or look at Facebook. How how do you how do you balance that or how would you balance that even as a as a board member? Because I think you see it all as advocacy. Well I would I would say this. Oh can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. So this is what I will say. I will say that um and I'll give you an example. In the in the death when George Floyd died, um there was a national and international outcry where people were hurt, were hurting, and they wanted something cathartic. And so what we did is we literally did a justice walk. Mm-hmm. We didn't do, do a Black Lives Matter event or anything yeah. else like that. We did a justice walk yep. where over one, close to a thousand of residents of Decatur came up yep. and we peacefully marched with law enforcement yep. and others. We planned it with law enforcement, you know, invited the mayor, she called. And, you know, but it's because of when you are an advocate, yeah. you're able to to move and do and provide advocacy. Yep. And that advocacy translates into different things. And because I'm I'm passionate yeah. about the community, I'm passionate about education because I know the value of it. Yep. So if a parent calls me and says, hey, this has happened to my child, do I speak on every issue that comes to my inbox? No, right. because I would be chasing my tail. And But the other thing is, it's like, I, I believe the best for this board. And you will see that there were months and months and months where you didn't hear Jacob's name. I didn't show up to the podium or anything else. But when a teacher puts their hand on a student, then and a parent is there and asking for advocacy, and it seems like they're getting nowhere, then that's a conversation that we have to raise. And I and I and you know, but I understand that as a as a board member, that's not things you can do because of closed session and everything else. Because again, I am a parliamentarian. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I understand the Open Meetings Act and all of these other things right. that go with the, the board governance part. So I know it, you know, it's like at work. I mean, I don't show up at work every day, um, yelling things or I don't want to say yelling things or just putting out everything that I believe yeah. because I know I'm there to do a job. Yeah. One of the things that you mentioned is a, uh, that's important is transparency. Yes. 
share more and as it relates to the board. Yeah. So, I mean, I really do believe that this, that there's a level of transparency that is not happening. And I say that because, you know, I've sent FOIAs and I've seen emails to where they won't refer to people like they'll just give a person a, a letter mm-hmm. or an initial, you know, or just different things like that to make it really hard for the community, you know, to be engaged yep. with what's supposed to be the law which is this information that is, I mean, they are stewards of this information, but it belongs to the public. Mm-hmm. And so that's the transparency that we, we need a board that if you make a mistake, you know, don't just apologize on Facebook. Be transparent enough to come back and do it publicly and say, you know what, on this one, we got it wrong. But because we're stewards and we know that what we're supposed to be doing, you know, we ask for the public's, you know, uh, that the public will accept our apology. And then you move on to what's next because of the good, the greater good of the reason why you're there. So if I'm sitting on the fence and I'm and I'm listening, um, tell me or share why um, someone should utilize one of those three votes. For Jacob Jenkins, you get one vote, and if you want to make someone that will fight for the children of Decatur, all children of Decatur that are you know excited about their educational well-being and believe and believe that education doesn't only happen in the classroom, but it happens in our uh, in our institutions of faith. It happens in the community. You know, it happens with trades and labor. It happens with all of these things. And sometimes it's messy and sometimes it's a mosaic and sometimes it's just beautiful. But if you want to really create life long learners that we look back 10 and 15 years and say, you know what? Those are the ones that we brought up. Those are the ones that came through our district. And we're so proud of where they are now. I saw one teacher, uh, her name is uh, Connie, and uh, she's a retired teacher, and her student is a doctor now. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the young man, number three, I don't follow football, and I wish I did, but when um had his heart attack, went to the hospital, the doctor asked him, did we win the game? And his doctor said, "We, you won the game of life. Mm. And he was educated right here in Decatur, and she was beaming on Facebook because she was his teacher at Eisenhower. That's the passion that we need from this community. We need a revitalization when it comes to education, and sometimes you need a disruptor, and sometimes you need a change agent, and sometimes you need Jacob Jenkins. I'm number one on the ballot, and I would love your support. But he wrapped wrap, wrap that up. Whoa. I almost used a cuss word. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. Jacob, you, how do people get in contact with you if they had uh, come to an event or if they got a question? Yeah. On, on February the 4th, we are going to have, uh, at 269 West El Dorado, we're going to have a, um, a jazz brunch and we have Capital Sound out of Springfield that's just going to come. We're going to relax, talk about the issues a little bit, but we know that people are burnt out on elections and all of that. Uh, but if, if you would like to get in contact with me, you can reach me on my inbox at Jacob Jenkins for DPS 61. Jacob Jenkins for DPS 61. Let me ask you this one last question. Do I have time? I mean, this this whole concept of you support the legalization of of all. Um, I mean, he shoot me a face, y'all. You support the legalization of all drugs uh, uh, in this community. First off, I love Jesus. <laughs> Second of all, this is not Spain where everything has been like legalized and all of this stuff. Uh-huh. What so? I ran for mayor and during running for mayor, there was a conversation that came up around cannabis and the legalization of cannabis. And so what we had did or what I did was I looked at Colorado who had taken the tax dollars and all of the money that had come back in and they really began to work on the quality of life for folks in Colorado. 
So they invested in their schools. They invested in homelessness mm-hmm. and they invested in their community. And they and through that, they were able to address all of these social issues. And so I was in favor of the legalization of mm-hmm. cannabis because we have so many neighborhoods that are blighted. And I figured that this would be a way to help bring Decatur out of it. Now it's going to Harristown. And so and, and so it's like it's still going to be around us and people are still using it. But the fact that you if someone would say that I'm in favor of um, cocaine, I have a brother that was addicted to crack cocaine and I saw the destruction that it did to my family. Yeah. I know people who have overdosed. I know of people who have lost their mind because of being spiked with drugs. I am not a proponent of all drugs and I, and I, that's a narrative I hope they don't place on me because I really enjoy singing in my choir and working in this community. Anything that we missed before we get out of here? Anything that you want to share? Anything that I did not ask? Early voting starts February the 23rd. 141 South Main. We are asking you to take your whole family to the polls. And this election cycle is different because we want you to bring your children so that they can see how the process works. Again, my name is Jacob Jenkins. I'm number one on the ballot and I would love your support. Thank you for joining us. If you missed it, please join. Listen to the Morris Code on the podcast on NowDecator.com. Thanks, hon. Thank you, sweetheart. See y'all next week. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.